On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with David Schultz from Distributor Central about the future of industry networking and things you can look for in technology. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossaman, and with me today is an industry rock star, Mr. David Schultz. He's the uh-huh. VP of Operations for Distributor Central and an epic swag warrior, right, Dave? Uh, thanks for joining us. Is that what we are now? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You have officially become swag warriors now. That's right. We we got the uh, we got the things that we put up across our shoulders now. So that's uh, oh yes, we forgot to go get the tattoos. I guess that's next time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, bud. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Cool. So again, jumping right into that topic, you and I had the chance to compete in the Ragnar Relay, and anybody who follows us knows this because we've been sharing content about it uh, <laughs> a lot. Um, but we've talked about how cool the event was, but how do you think events like this might impact future industry events? Uh, well, I'm, first of all, I had a blast. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I, I went into that not really knowing what to expect. And, um, you know, the fact that Dana finally pulled this together and decided to do this, you know, we, but if we step back a few years, there was a year where we all went out mountain biking in the desert before the PPAX Expo to try and, you know, kind of get out of the bars and, you know, stuff for a while to try and do something a little different. And, you know, I think the first year we did it, we had three people. The second year we did it, we had almost 30. Wow. And we were out there mountain biking in the rain and it was miserable, but everybody had a blast. And that's kind of where this idea came up with, you know, why don't we try and do some more events like this at some of the other shows? And everybody obviously has busy lives, and we weren't really successful doing it the last couple of years. Although we've been, you know, an avid supporter and, and participant in um, the Success Fit for Life fun runs at the events, which we we have a ball doing those. This kind of takes that to the next extreme. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, I people around the office were asking me what this was, and I said, well, Dana and Ryan came up with this idea for Imagine Brands to sponsor this as a way to take some customers on a trip let them learn a little bit more about some Imagine Brands products, and at the same time do what, you know, could be construed as a, you know, a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, you know. (laughs) It's beyond a 5K, let's just say that. (laughs) So we went out in the middle of the desert, and five of these guys I'd never met before. I knew you, Dana, and to some extent Joe, Hmm. uh, Durham. And so I met Will and Ryan and Les and... uh, Jimmy, all like after we landed. Mm-hmm. And so I've never met these guys. We go move into basically a tent for 48 hours <laughs> and spend 48 hours running 120 plus miles, all said and done. Yep. Uh, and along the way, we had what six or eight or 10 different products from Imagine Brands and from Crown of Vitronic. And we had some great apparel from SNS Activewear. And we actually used the stuff. Yeah. I mean, I drinking out of it right here. So uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun. It was an interesting way to to try out some products and get to know some new guys and some distributors in the industry that I wasn't familiar with before. Um, and, you know, you, you said we competed in a race, and I didn't go out there really with the intention of competing. I went out there to have some fun and meet some new guys and learn about these products. But we wound up in ninth place at the end, didn't we? So, and we got medals to prove it. Sweet swag from the Ragnar races. So, 
I, I think they're great events. You know, it's something totally different than what we've done in the past, mm -hmm. but you really get to know some people well when you're in those close quarters for 48 hours and you learn about products, you learn about business, and you learn about the, the projects that they're working on. So I thought it was a great event. Yeah, and one of the, one of the things that I, is a takeaway uh, for me was that there's no one right way to do it. Like there were different right. personalities, there were different styles um, across supplier, distributor, the whole nine yards, and I thought that was kind of interesting too. Yeah, for sure. We had some really fast guys who were, um, you know, seasoned trail runners. In fact, I think two days after he got home, Ryan was heading out to do a 50K trail run somewhere. It's like, oh boy, yeah. I don't know if I feel all that proud about my 50 miles in the desert anymore. But yeah, it was, it was an eclectic and interesting group of guys that are doing some neat things. And it was fun to hang out with them for a couple of days. Yeah, for sure. No, it was, it was epic. And uh, for those who want to learn more about it, there's blogs and videos and all kinds of stuff out there to check out. So there is some content. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> so when I think of you, Dave, I always think you're kind of a tech guru. Um, and so I know it's hard or maybe impossible to predict, but for the rest of us, what are some tech changes you see coming in the next 18 months? Um, yeah, I mean, we're technically we're on the front lines, I suppose, of technology. And, you know, one of the things that uh, that's maybe not so obvious to somebody who's not directly involved with it is the I think the, the thing we're seeing a lot with both distributors and suppliers is is more of the integration mindset. You know, we want to exchange data electronically instead of always having paper POs to hand off to our suppliers or something. And I've seen a really big initiative with that. And a lot of our work recently has been collaborating with both suppliers and distributors to, to get this done. Um, you know, there's an in initiative out there called the Promo Standards Initiative that has kind of tried to formulate some standards on how you provide product data and how you provide inventory data and how you send a PO. And the big suppliers and the big distributors, for them, it's, it's easy to do. They have tech teams. They can do this. Uh, in fact, just last week, one of the biggest distributors in the industry basically had all of their preferred vendors fly into town mm -hmm. and kind of say, this is our vision for the future. You know, we want to send everything to you electronically, and in return, we want you to send everything to us electronically. You know, it reduces a lot of the friction, a lot of the touch points. Um, I, I had dinner a few nights ago in Nashville with uh, one of our supplier customers who's a field rep, and she was telling me that just that day she had gotten a PO from a distributor written out and every line on the PO was wrong. And, you know, we're, it's not a commentary on distributors because no. they are really, really good. But occasionally they don't have the right data in front of them to formulate a PO. And so she spent a half an hour reconstructing this PO and entering it to their system. And it all got done. But if we could take away some of those inefficiencies, I think on both sides of the equation, we'll see a lot of gain and efficiency. Mm -hmm. And as far as our role in that, you know, for the smaller distributors they may not even know they're using promo standards because they're using us. You know, they don't have a big shop behind them and we are already integrated with that. So if you host a website with us or you're in our product research tool and you look at products, you see real time inventory. It's actually coming directly from the supplier. So that's one thing I think in terms of some of the cooler cutting edge stuff, I think you're starting to see, um, some artificial intelligence come into play and augmented reality and things like that. I've already seen a couple implementations of searches where the search learns over time. It learns what you look for, how you search, things like that to make, if you, you know, if you're going to look for this 25 ounce Triton bottle from Imagine Brands, 
that you can find it very easily. It knows, you know, what type of drinkware you like, perhaps. So those those are going to be pretty interesting to see how those all shake out in the industry. No, that's cool. That's really cool. So, um, the final question for you. Uh, I always think of you as sort of a Renaissance man. I mean, we're out <laughs> in the desert running. Uh, you're obviously a leader in the industry. You play in a band. You're an athlete. Why do you think it's good to have all those different interests, or do you? Well, I, I do. I think it is good, but mm-hmm. I think you know it, when you say Renaissance man, I think maybe the definition of Renaissance man, as it pertains to me and some others, is that it means you do a whole lot of things mediocre. You don't do any of them really, really well. So in my case, you know, yeah, I play in a band. You call me an athlete. I run and I bike and I swim. Not so fast anymore as you witnessed in the middle of the desert. Um, but, you know, I think it's just like to, to, to have a mindset of being able to go outside your comfort zone or try something outside of the box um, you know, in terms of Distributor Central over the years, I've been here since we started, basically. I've written code. I've helped with support. I've helped our sales and marketing teams. Uh, I've changed light bulbs. I've unclogged <laughs> toilets. I've created video content. I've done really everything. And I think to have that kind of mentality to, to try anything helps you solve problems. Right. Um, and we've got a very creative team here. And I see that with a lot of our um, the people in support and development all uh, and sales, they all tend to have something going on outside in their lives that involves creativity, at least the ones that have been most successful here over the years that are still here. So um, I think that diversity and creativity and the ability to think outside the box lets you solve problems. And if you can solve problems, you're going to solve issues for your company and for your customers, and it's a win on both sides. So that's that's my definition of being a renaissance guy. <laughs> uh, that's... That's coming from, you know, you're asking the question as somebody who's in the same boat. I mean, you run a successful distributorship, you run a brewery, you are one of the, the most prolific content providers in the industry. So, you know, it, you, you know how I feel. <laughs> well, gosh, thanks. Uh, but I mean, it is the most uh, honest of compliments. Uh, if you get the chance to watch the music video that he that Dave created, it's, it's worth seeing. So it's really cool. All right, man. Well, you've answered my three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me? I do, yeah. And I was going to circle back to the Ragnar event real quick. Because yeah, as sure. you said, when you started, you made a comment about um, – you know, we had these diverse personalities out there. And one of the things I noticed when we first landed and we all met up in a parking lot outside of our Hampton Inn to figure out what we needed to do and where we needed to go, we had eight guys who were, you know, successful, driven, creative, intelligent guys in the industry. And I could see right off the bat that everybody wanted to do everything. You know, I, I, I need to pack this stuff. You know, you need to do this. Do I need to go get beer, <laughs> Gatorade, whatever it was. And then you know, within about a half an hour or so, we got to the campground and everybody all of a sudden settled into these roles. Like, I'm going to put up the tent. You're going to cook dinner. You're going to fill the coolers. You're going to go check us in. And so when I, I think of that and I think of you, like you have a great business, multiple businesses, and your wife helps, your daughter helps. How do you, when you have all these great people around you, like like we do here and you do there, how do you kind of sit back and hand off the reins and let them do things that you would otherwise just do yourself. And so you can focus on things that are more important for you to be doing. Mm, man, that's a great question. Um, so for the Ragnar, one of the things I actually said to Dana, uh, who you know was kind of our team captain, is historically speaking, I'm not a great follower unless there is a strong leader. 
Um, and so in that uh, event, I really needed to take, I mean, somebody else needed to lead, right? Uh, a, it was his vision. And B, <laughs> I'm not your camping guy. They brought me <laughs> to run and drink beer. I can do those two things as, as pretty well. And so the, um, I needed to take a back seat. When it comes to and relates to the business, uh, man, it's a challenge. I think it's a challenge for any uh, yeah. entrepreneur. Um, my mantra for a long time was if it's to be, it's up to me. Um, and as there, there comes a point at which you, like I, I can run fast enough to outrun most of my mistakes and there comes a point at which that's not true, right? Like, and so as we've added more and more projects, I've needed to get better. And I think every entrepreneur, every uh, leader comes to that point where you're like, okay, if I really want to grow this, then it, I have to be willing to let someone else do it and help them you know it's that that difference between management by abdication versus management by delegation because you still need to be involved right um and so um you know i think that's something i'm still evolving on uh, i actually had this conversation with my wife like a week ago or less <laughs> where i was like bull in a china shop charging uh full ahead and she said now wait a second who's in charge of this project me or you <laughs> you are honey sorry <laughs> yeah so so i would say that's something that i'm still trying to evolve on um but i think it's a necessary uh things if we want to have if we want to be scalable if that makes sense so yeah no i absolutely agree it's you know i it, it, there used to be three of us writing all the code around here and uh i will say these days we have a very intelligent team of people writing in languages that that I don't even understand anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I spend more time in the desert with people like you <laughs> talking to our customers and working with our sales team and then coming back and helping translate those requirements. And instead of just diving in and wanting to write the code yourself, you know, it's, it's much easier these days to, to let that roll off and have the team take care of that. So, but I've found, and, and again, I, not to belabor this, but I found that being at the baseline and understanding the overall concept helps me, uh, help the people who speak the language do it better. Like, uh, uh, if, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, cool, yeah. man. Thank you so much Wait, for I, taking I got, the time. Okay. I got one more for you. Okay. Uh, and I never heard this question, and we're going off the rails here. I was at a yeah. charity last night, mm -hmm. and the MC had somebody in the audience who donated a bunch of money. They got to ask any question they wanted. Okay. And we thought well, they were going to ask something deep of this celebrity. Okay. And the question was Would you rather fight? 20 duck size 20 duck size horses or one horse size duck <laughs> man 20 duck size horses or one <laughs> i'm going to go with one horse size duck that, all right but again i what what weapons do I get? That probably has. That, that has I thought that one would come from out of left field at you, so you know I thought I'd try it. <laughs> I love it. That's super fun. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for taking the time, Dave. I just appreciate it, and uh, we'll have to do it again. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Thanks. Okay. Well, that wraps up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. 